Welcome back to Off the Couch. My name is Dr. Lucan, always here with Timothy Meyer. Uh, one thing that's obviously been coming up, and it's everywhere on all social media, is the two wars that are going on. Yeah. Uh, and and um, it's been bleeding in into sessions. You know, I see a good chunk of people, maybe 20, 25 people a week, and I would say at least half, if not more, are bringing it up. And they're bringing it up for many different reasons, but one of which to process and discuss their political views and, and how some of these things are either fortifying their views or how it changes mm-hmm. their views mm-hmm. on, on, this, on the situation. Uh, obviously, you and I are not politicians, uh, so that's a little bit outside our realm, but how, how do you deal with it? Like, let's kind of think about it. Let's try to unpack that idea when people are bringing these politically charged you know, religious charged ideas into the into the room. Have you have you had something like that come oh, up? Oh yeah, I would say nowadays about like like you said about fifty percent mm-hmm. um, of people are, are bringing this stuff up. Um, so yeah, I mean in in the room, um, you know, like completely meeting people where they're at and kind of understanding what they're thinking and where they're coming from and and all of that sort of stuff. Um, but, but, but really what, what I end up speaking about most is, is the, is the emotional mm-hmm. and psychological impact that all of this is having on them. Right. So the, the conversation normally starts off with like, uh, I don't want to say more surface level things, but more like thoughts and opinions and what people are hearing and seeing. And then usually towards the middle or end of the session, we kind of get down to like the emotional reality of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Right. And and really what I end up speaking about so much is the fact that um, with these big conflicts or or these big things that happen in the world, it could be the war in Ukraine, what's happening in the Middle East, even covid. Right. Right. Um, The news. Right. right? And, and, And social media and everywhere. It's just this constant 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 bombardment and and i think everyone knows that Mm -hmm. but i don't think that people fully grasp how big of an impact that constant uh, almost shoving it down your throat affects people for sure for sure how how so what's how do you kind of how do you work with that because sometimes to your point like these are very meaningful beliefs for people right they they are caught up in the current events. They're caught up in, especially in the Middle East, about the history, right? There's just yep. so many deep-seated beliefs about it. I'm wondering how, how do you typically pivot? You said something, it starts with current events and then you try to pivot into uh, managing stress. Like how, do you, do you have a way to do that? Right, so, so you know, what, what I don't want anyone to take away is, is, is that's necessarily saying like, don't watch the news or, mm-hmm. or don't tune into it. No, because because it is important, right? People are watching it obviously for, for for a reason. But if you think about sort of like how our mind, brains, bodies work, right? And we think about stress and anxiety. Mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, you know, being stressed is a really good thing. So if if our stress goes up pretty high and then we're able to manage it and then it goes down relatively quickly, mm-hmm. that's perfect. Yeah. Right. If you think about, you know, way back in the day, caveman times, mm-hmm. right, when, when our brain was basically formed, um, if we have a stressor and we resolve it, then all good. We're all good, and then we function pretty well. But chronic stress, like that's what really has such a hugely negative impact on us. Right. There's there's no resolution anywhere, right. Right, right, and especially right. with with everything going on now, there's nothing, there, there's very little that regular people like you and I can do right. to resolve this. For sure. So For sure. so instead of that nice, you know, kind of up and down mm-hmm. with stress, it goes up, 
and then it just kind of hovers there. And, and, and <laughs> that uh, impact on our whole body, brain, and nervous system, it, it can really take a toll. No, the, I'm just thinking the, the way you're speaking. I couldn't imagine. Everybody is, right? I feel like this thumb action of scrolling, yeah. you know, that, that sort of is, 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 everybody memorized it by now. So when you're scrolling and every feed is about that, to your point, people are just staying up here constantly being triggered. Yep. And it's sort of like, I don't know, to our nervous system that doesn't know the difference between something that's in your control and out of your control. It's like seeing a bear every five minutes or every 30 seconds. And we're constantly just charged with, uh, with, with, with pain, with this, with that. And, and it just has, we're, we're just constantly on edge. Right, 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 right. And there's nothing that we can really do about it. For sure. Right? So I... then all that emotional energy, where does it come out? Right. <laughs> Well, I mean, we could probably spend a long time talking about that one, but I might not even go into. So, so what I end up speaking with people about is, is like, you know, have a balance. Like, you know, of course this is important. Should you stay informed? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Should you check into the news? All of that sort of stuff. But like, we really need to give our nervous system a break. And a lot of people have a hard time with that because they feel, I've heard anyways, that they feel like, like they're doing something wrong mm -hmm. by not tuning in, by not noticing. Oh. They feel the need to act which is what happens to us when we're stressed, but there's not much that we can act on. Right. Can we donate? Sure. Can we, you know, go to a, a protest or something like that? Yes, absolutely. Right. But the action is, you know, f few and far between and things like this. And I think people need to recognize that. For sure. I mean, I really like what you said about, um, you know, our brain really not knowing the difference because I think for a lot of people, they, they tune in to help themselves process, but there is no end to the process because it's constantly being fed. Yep. It just stays up here and then there's nothing that we can, right. like we, we want that resolution so badly. Right. If we see a bear in the woods and our nervous system charges up and we run away as fast as we can, then it goes up, we act, and then it's over with. Right, right, right. Well, that's how the nurse is supposed to act. Exactly. Right. But our nervous system isn't really set up for constant stress and constant bombardment on our phones, on social media, everywhere of, of these stressors. Mm -hmm. and, and, and it leads to, to, to people really, really doing, doing very poorly. For sure. Well, I could imagine the first thing that comes to mind is poor sleep. Oh, yeah. Right? And I mean, if, if the sleep is not great, then it's kind of hard to function the next day, especially if you're waking up during the night to check or you're waking up in the morning and the first thing you check, right? You're getting another hit, another hit, another hit. So you're always kind of chronically... Uh, stressed, just stressed, anxious in in your mind, chewing things over, uh, thinking about opinions, uh, thinking about opinions of others, of politicians, of uh, friends, whomever, whomever uh, that might be. Yeah, and I, I hear this a lot too. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to go into this one. You know, there's all this charged upness and the stress and this anxiety, and then before you know it, someone is on the comments section. Right, right, all oh, right, right, right. And then people right, start. Right. Fighting, right. and and then you know you see someone on the street who has a different view than you, and there's all this energy and this right, right. and this stress, and then that can lead to an interpersonal conflict, or you know you're waking up in the middle of the night and you pull up Twitter immediately, so you're not sleeping, and then you know you're supposed to be I don't know studying for your exam, right, right, but instead you're looking at this, so all all of this stress is just leading everyone to go down directions that they kind of like don't want to go. In. They're either like procrastinating their work or they're not right, getting right. sleep or they're fighting with other people. 
and I, I just see that as a, as a direct uh, res- uh, consequence of our nervous system being constantly charged up. That's so interesting. You said the first thing that came to mind. You're at, you know, that, that, that's so, so true. And I think people can relate to this. We get stressed, right? In all these attempts, checking back in, maybe it got resolved. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, getting into a fight with somebody, maybe this will help me resolve it. Mm-hmm. Or posting and getting into arguments online, right? All these are unproductive mm-hmm. ways that, that the nervous system is trying to settle itself. That's interesting because I don't necessarily think people see it that way. I, I think they're, they're seeing it as I stand for my beliefs versus you got stressed, you continuously stressed. So almost like unbeknownst to you, your nervous system is trying to calm you down. Yep. And these are attempts to yep. do that. And if, and if somebody who's tuning in can really see that and being honest with themselves, that's what happens. I, I think it just provides a completely different context mm-hmm. to how they're dealing with it. Right. So, so there's all this stress mm-hmm. on, you know, in everyone's nervous system. Um, what, what's, what's one of your go-tos mm-hmm. that you tell people to do or advise people to do or encourage people to do um, to, to, to slow down that nervous system and manage some stress? Uh, well, I mean, it's kind of like a two-part answer. The first thing is just so that the client and myself have that understanding, right? Mm -hmm. That it's your nervous system that's now being taxed and stressed. Because a lot of the time, that might be the way we're talking about here is like, well, of course that's what it is, right? But to get somebody from like, I'm in my mind resolving world politics (laughs) to actually what's happening is just your nervous system is stressed. Yep. And it's inside of you. It's not, it's not in Ukraine. It's not in the Middle East. It's not, it's not COVID. It's just the nervous system is inside you. So, you know, oftentimes that takes a while. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, just, yeah. To, just, just to get to the point of like, we're talking about you and how you manage anything external. Right. And I try to kind of water it down because once we get into a specific issue, then we're married to that specific issue somehow. But if we can zoom out, like, is, an, is a stressor for you? And the language that I try to use is more inner focused, more empowering, like you want to focus on you and your nervous system. Once I kind of get a sense that we're on the same page there, then we're seeing external triggers, something outside, internal coping is something inside, Mm -hmm. then the conversation really begins to open up because then we're talking about, okay, so then this is really a problem of uh, an excited nervous system. Mm -hmm. And then as we know, we want to sort of soothe it to make sure that it comes down and gets back to homeostasis. Uh, then we, we, I invite the client to think about, okay, so how can we do that? Uh, since the nervous system is a physical thing, my, my, my favorite thing to go to is trying to soothe the five senses, right? Because if you think about it, that's the input that the nervous system gets. Yep. So if the input is scrolling, is fighting, is texting, it's posting, it's literally fighting, right? It's always kind of like agitated. So my go-to is like, okay, why don't we use the same five senses, mm-hmm. which is hearing, seeing, you know, touching, things like that. Uh, can we come up with strategies or things that you can do to, to soothe. Mm-hmm. For instance, something as simple as we walk around, especially here in the Northeast, just overstimulated all the time, yeah. right? With noise and lights, just something like maybe think about when you're in your room, lower the lights a little, right? Just give, give your, your vision a little bit of a, of a reprieve. Same thing for sound. Maybe quieter is better right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need something instead of doing extreme exercise. Maybe you need actually to spend more time taking a hot shower. Or maybe it's the opposite, mm-hmm. right? Maybe you're not doing it. Maybe you actually would benefit from from some sort of physical exercise, right? Or touch, yep. or smell, 
We're like, we're thinking, then we're partnering up with the client to talk about, okay, it, your nervous system is excited. We already moved away kind of talking about current events and more like, okay, your nervous system is excited. And here's kind of how it gets excited through these five senses. Let's think about ways of reducing that stimulation, right? So th then, we're, then we're partnering up. Then it's not like me telling like, well, I think you should do X, Y, and Z because I don't know if that's gonna work. Yep. Like I know things that work for me. I don't know what kind of things that, then you can genuinely bring curiosity. Like, well, let's now brainstorm. Yep. Uh -huh. Right. And one of the things I do is like, go home, just, just, just open this question up for yourself and just experiment, mm -hmm. you know, hot, cold, uh, more light, less light, this type of candle, no smell at all, perfume, whatever the case may be, right. We're thinking about how to reduce the stress on the nervous system. Then it actually works because then we're actually dealing with the issue that the person is presenting in the session rather than, you know, miles and miles away. Absolutely. So I, I, I just have to echo that yeah. point really quick because um, in, in your first point, you know, it's really, really important to like have both of us on the same page and talking mm -hmm. about like, okay, we're now talking about how we're going to regulate your nervous system. Because if you don't have that very intentional conversation and it's sort of like, oh my gosh, there's a catastrophe going on the other side of the world. What should I do? Right. And then you tell me to, you know, smell some lavender and pet my dog. I'm probably going to leave the room. <laughs> I, no, I hear. I mean, that's, uh, that's an excellent point because that, that's an excellent point because we need, we need that. Because sometimes if that understanding isn't there and you do suggest the five things, they look at you like, you know, Are there's you death going on over there or there's all these issues, you're telling me to s smell the roses? Like, totally, totally, mm -hmm. totally. <laughs> so very, very important. Um, now, I, I'm going to tell you my go-to, mm -hmm. and sure. I, I tell everyone this. Um, uh, four, four, six breathing. Um, what do I mean by that? Um, inhale for four seconds, hold for four seconds, exhale for six, and you make your mouth like you're blowing through a straw. So it comes out really nice and slow. That, that long exhale... Um, is really the most important part mm -hmm. because as we're exhaling, that's how our nervous system winds down, right? So if you think about when we're panicked and anxious, we hyperventilate. It's like right. in, 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 and right. that charges up our nervous system more and more and more and more, hmm. right? But that long, slow exhale, that, that helps bring us down. If you notice the four is smaller than the six, we spend more right. time exhaling. Right, 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 right. Right, and so that—that's always my go-to way when someone's in like a like an aroused, hyper-aroused, you know, nervous system state to to slowly be able to bring it down a little bit. I tell people to do it three to five times a day. No, no, I can see that regularly to 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 keep the nervous system in check. I just got to say it again. Um, it's not that this is going to solve the problems across the world or anything right. like that. And some people might on the surface level see that as, as, as silly. Right. It's like, oh, there's this huge thing going on. I should just breathe. Right. Well, the answer is yes, right. because you have to take care of yourself and your nervous system that's going through all of this. Right, right, for sure. And, and in a way, the, the one thing that came to mind when you're talking about the breathing, it also mimics you know, the nervous system being agitated, then staying in a particular agitated state, and then taking the time to reduce the stress, right? It, it mimics exactly the breath, I should say, mimics exactly what happens to the nervous system. And this is one way to train it, right? Mm. Understandably so, during very stressful times, you know, you, you would have to do a lot more of this or practice it at different times in your life. But it does really mimic that, right? Like the thing that Tim is saying about the breathing really mimics how the nervous system works. What I was just mentioning before about the five sentences, right? We're just trying, we're attempting to help our nervous system to calm down again for what purpose? Two reasons. One, you feel better, 
and two, you have more access to effective decision making, right? Which I think we all want, regardless of how you want to be helping. You want to go there, you want to send stuff, do whatever it is that you want. But once the nervous system is uh, uh, is just soothed, it's much easier to do it. Absolutely. And you know, I'm also going to throw this out there too. You know, I would encourage everyone to, you know, at, well, I encourage lots of people to. Think about how you manage stress during other times. You know, I mean, this isn't the first time that we all feel stress. You know, you felt stress hundreds, thousands of times. What did you do in the past? Like, right, right, does right. exercise work for you? For sure. Well, maybe we should be exercising. Does taking a walk work for you? Well, we should be doing that. I, I just, I don't want people to forget about all of the like previously established things that they do to take care of themselves. Right, right. Excellent point. And really just, just ramp it up. For sure. And unfortunately, kind of like the opposite happens. Like a lot of times people's like go to regular self-care coping skills that just kind of go out the window because we're inundated with like watching this and doing that. For sure. So, so really just an invitation to like, I don't know, think about two years ago, how you managed your stress then. Those are probably some really great ways for you to manage your stress nowadays. 100%, 100%. And it's just, it's that, it's that idea. And the one thing that came to mind, and this is where a therapist could potentially be helpful. Mm-hmm. How do we get a person who... who feels like while reading the news is there mm. cognitively and to bring that person from like oh my god i need i need to do x y and z i need to read everything i can to wait a second uh, i need to focus on my nervous system to soothe it to calm it down so i can actually be helpful and that's in a way where the skill of the clinician comes in right because if you think about it it's the willingness uh, of the client to be able to see and resonate with what the clinician is bringing up, yep. right? Because in a way, just how we started earlier, sometimes when you say, when a person's like, oh my God, all this is happening, what am I gonna do? And the therapist just goes like, we should probably do some breathing, right? There's such a disconnect oh, yeah. between the intention of the client and the intention of the therapist. And because they're, they're not connected in any way, nobody is gonna do any of the things that you and I are talking about. So that's why it's so paramount if you're in therapy uh, or if you're considering it or on your own to be able to see why the things that Tim and I are talking about could be helpful. And to me, that willingness, that willingness to see it that way for your own benefit is, is, is where the treatment is most effective because the things that Tim and I are talking about, yeah, you could, you could Google that. Dr. Google knows exactly the two things that we just talked about. But the <laughs> skill comes in in how we get person to be in their mind elsewhere to now seeing how a breath could actually be helpful to you in your moment, have a buy-in, have a willingness to do it consistently. And that's sort of where I think therapy could be most helpful. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. All right. Awesome. Thank you guys for tuning in. Take care. Bye.